Welcome to the Chairsofter Show, your weekly airsoft podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the airsoft community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chairsofter Show, Instagram at the Chairsofter Show or by email on andy at the Chairsoftershow.co.uk. Thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 45. Joining me this week, please welcome back to the show, Graham from Airsoft Nation. Good evening, Graham. Woo! Thank you very much for having me back again. <laughs> now, thanks for coming on, mate. It's been a manic few months, and I thought I'd get you back so you can sort of update everyone with what's going on at the moment. Um, just before we begin, as a bit of a precursor, we'd better pre-warn everyone that if you do start hearing... World War Three breakout in the background. We seem to have picked the night to record that everyone's letting fireworks off. Um, yeah, they didn't <laughs> get the memo. That was a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, just in case that happens, uh, it seems to have died down actually now. So hopefully, fingers crossed, everyone's sort of gone. Yeah, we've just spent. It's a bit like airsoft actually. I've just spent about fifty quid on pyro. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at this pace it's too expensive to keep up so we're going to slow it down yeah damn i should have brought a bfg <laughs> don't i actually let one of those off on new year's a couple of years ago really gauge in the back garden wow your neighbors <laughs> must love you <laughs> yeah they, it was a uh, it wasn't so much the neighbors it was the people who were letting the fireworks off my dad saw it roll to his feet we are having a family event. He saw it roll to his feet, went, oh, fuck, and turned away. And his mate was stood next to him and went, for fuck's sake, Andy, what the fuck was that? And I was like, what? It was just a 12-gauge blank. <laughs> Did you die? <laughs> uh, yeah. But, so, but so, yeah, it's been quiet so far, so um, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah hopefully. So, yeah, it's, I, I got you back on. Obviously, it's been a fairly hectic few months for you recently, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Hooray have... for scroungers. Yay. No, I have uh, <laughs> I have officially taken a year out of my day job to focus on Airsoft Nation. So it's been absolutely chaotic. Um, living off savings and hoping that I've got enough to eat at the end of a week. But it was something that has been long overdue. And yeah, we are yeah. At, we're at, we've just gone past a four-month mark now. Yeah, which is crazy to think that I'm. I've still got a roof over my head, and my wife yeah. hasn't killed me. Yeah, and you're not resorting to the student diet of super noodles. Yeah, no, yeah, ramen noodles is off the menu at the moment, but steak <laughs> and anything like that is still off the menu. <laughs> yeah, you're in that middle ground, aren't you? Cheap Christmas dinner for Graham. Oh, I can't wait for the work Christmas party. <laughs> I've just got visions of you with those sunglasses on, your Thug Life sunglasses with a party popper, just like, woo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The My Christmas wife makes cracker. all the jokes. It's just like, your boss is working you too hard when I'm sitting at the desk for 20 hours straight. <laughs> Jesus, 20 hours. Although you say that, the other, the other week we had a big IT upgrade at work for some of the software we use. I was chatting to one of the guys the other day, he did 68 hours in a week. Yeah. Yeah, I it's, mean, when you're at deadlines and you've got projects or whatever, you are doing that. And I, it was actually two years ago uh, this month where we actually moved offices and me and my colleague were the only two people in there and we had to set up 120 machines and get everything done over a weekend. Yeah. And it was like, like 6,000 screws we were putting in. You know, it's little things like that you can, but we're sleeping in the office on the floor. And when everyone yeah. turns up Monday and they go, 
oh, this doesn't work. You just kind of wanted to slam everything at them because you'd yeah. slept on the floor. That's when we found out the lights didn't turn off because of the sensor. So we're in there trying oh, to sleep. Yeah, and the whole night long, you got these, yeah, the whole night long, you got these uh, lights uh, or LED lights, low powered ones, just sitting on top of you. But but yeah, it's it can get crazy at times like that for sure. And I've kind of very much taken that mentality to this because I've only got a year to try and make it work. Yeah. If not, it's back to the day job. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's. I mean, it's been quite interesting following what you've been doing. Certainly with the group chat that we're involved with at the moment, um, it's been quite interesting following the progress that you've been making and how you've been working. Because you're literally just sitting staring at people working away all day, aren't you? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I have a few friends that have their own businesses, whatever, and we chat on a week to week basis. It's that kind of little bit of water cooler talk where you get to chat and find out what's going on. And not only that is. They hold you accountable. Next week, he's going to make sure that I've done what I said I was or at least find out the status. And yeah. these far, last four months, as as you know, have been a nightmare for me because I wanted to release the, the app update the first month of me being out of the job. Yeah. So I'm really far behind. And, and like you say, there is a, there's a group that I hang around with every day for a couple of hours in the afternoon where everyone just gets on with work, but we're all sitting there on Skype and every hour, one of them will break up the, the chat to have a conversation, and then we get back to work again. It's a, it's a really weird dynamic, and I never imagined I'd enjoy it until, you know, two months of sitting at home all the time, you know, not going out that often, you know, not getting the same kind of social interactions that you would in your day job. Yeah, um, exactly. But it's great. I, lo- I love it. And, you know, as I say, I put in a lot of hours. But I enjoy this. It's not a chore. It's not something I hate doing. I don't mind doing the long hours. I'm looking forward to rolling out. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the rollout of the app. You know, it's been out near about a week now. So I'm looking forward to see how people take it and how people look forward to you know the next six months of using the app. Yeah, this is the thing because it's going to take a little while of people using it to go, oh, what about doing this? Or is there any way we can improve this? And obviously... It's then over to you for the bug fixing and stuff, isn't it? Oh, 100%. Yeah, so obviously I've had the first app out just over a year. And this is, I say the first, that was actually the second version. It's about a full free build, but that was the second version that people got to see for the first time. And this has been another rebuild um, because I wanted to make it faster and more native. Yeah. There's so much more I want to do. And I've not done this on my own at this point. I've actually paid a developer to help me to get some of the aspects that I want done because it was just not feasible to do it on their own. And he knows there's this wish list of stuff I want. And we're looking in mid-20,000s to get what I want. Jeez. And, of course, this is, I mean, I don't sell the app. I don't make money from selling the app. You know, it's Exactly, it's a community tool, isn't it, at the end of the day? 100%, yeah. 100%. 100%. So, I mean, I, I lose track of how many times a week I'll go on the Airsoft database to uh, the stock checker, as it is for you. I, I just said Airsoft database because I was thinking Airsoft DB there who power it for Yes. You. But um, I lose track of how many times someone will go, Where, where's got this? And I'll be like, just go on here, have a look. And I'll go look for them and I'll go, look, there you go. That's what you want. While it's not public information to everyone, um, I don't know if they're going to ever tell people or care to hide it. It's my own stats anyway, but I know that we've had over 15,000 people or players in the UK use the Airsoft DB on Airsoft Nation and actually go through to the product. So they're not only searching, but they're actually clicking go to product. 
That's yeah. an insane amount of number, and it's an insane tool that to to realise that potentially fifteen thousand people have bought what they wanted to get. Exactly. Um, and it's cost them nothing. It's so easy. It doesn't cost the retailers anything to use. And Airsoft DB don't even charge for it, which to me is bonkers. Um, yeah. But it's a, it's an insanely amazing tool. And the new website, which has been released, uses that tool even more now on the blog posts and the reviews. I'm using the tool there. So that if, for example, um, the new Stratain grenade, I believe as of right now, there's only about seven retailers in the UK that sell it. But yeah. rather than we plug one retailer and say this is the person to buy it from, it's a case at the bottom of the blog post there is the 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 kind of table which shows who in the UK has it in stock right now. So you can yeah. pick your favourite retailer, whoever's got it in stock. You don't have to find who's got it or anything like that. It's an insanely cool tool and it was something that I wanted to do and then once they announced that they were actually letting other people use their tool, I was I was one of the first in the UK to say yes give it to me now because it's it's too good not to have yeah exactly and it is helpful it is really helpful I mean even component parts you can find on there is I don't think people realise if they've not used it properly just how powerful this tool is you can find tappet plates and stuff like that if you're really looking can't you yeah I mean I think that's what those guys really wanted to make it for when they first started it it was we're not trying to sell you. We're not trying to help you find a gun. We're helping you try and find those small little parts. Because if you want to yeah. find a gun, you'll go to your local retailer or whatever, and most people will have the same kind of stuff. Yeah, but if and you then wanna... you'll have a major heart attack when you realise just how much it costs. Yeah, exactly. But if you if you want a spring for you know a hop unit that's gone missing, trying to search across components across different sites was really hard, and they've done a really good job of that. So yeah, while absolutely there are um, people using it to find rifles, more importantly it's there to find those parts and unique aspects. And for anyone who's not used it, just head on to Airsoft Nation, look at the product finder, and all it is is a little search bar. You'll click what you'll type what you want to search in there, very much like Google. Um, so you'll type what you want there, and then below that comes results of all the people that have it in stock. Oh, well, yeah. there's a tick button to say, have you got it in stock right now? Um, but if not, it will show everyone who's stocking it. Yeah. Um, there's no prices on there, so if you want the price, you have to go through to the retailer. That yep. was done purposely just to make sure that people don't game the system. And it's, you know, the item's 99p, but with a £400 postage, you know. Um, yeah. And from my point of view, if you use it on Airsoft Nation, you will only get UK results. And that's nothing exactly. against the European guys, but it's more of a case of saying if you're, you're buying from a UK retailer supporting UK business. And that's yeah. SFNation for me at the moment is a UK business and a UK community. Yeah, exactly. Although, though you have changed the logo recently, haven't you? Yes. You've, you've sort of got rid of the UK flag as such, as it was. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, absolutely. So part of this four months, there were several things that I wanted to do in this year off. It was relaunched Airsoft Nation, the the look and the feel of it. So it's yep. making it look more fancier, but also redoing the logo. Yeah. So the the flag, which previously was over the A and the N, is now just in one small aspect of the logo. And that flag actually changes depends on what country you're going to come in from. So yeah. in the near future, you'll see Airsoft Nation in other countries. I will use France as an example. So you have airsoftnation.fr. And when you're there, you'll have Airsoft Nation, but with a French flag in the middle of it. 
and it will have the product finder for France. It will have the airsoft map for France. The community side is something that I'm still trying to figure out whether I want to put everyone in one big pile to stop that fragmentation of communities across the globe. Yeah. But the, the whole thing, what I've done here over the last four months is rebuild AN so that it can scale, so that each country could have their own version. And I'm hoping to be working with several companies as well as several teams of people that want to see this rolled out in their country. Because it's, a, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's meant to be making that hub and that community. Yeah. So it makes sense to roll it out beyond my country. Um, it's more of all about resources. And the fact yeah, that I yeah. can't speak half the languages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's the other thing. Look at when we went to IWA and we were stood there, and we luckily we had Matt Fury King with us to speak German because the two of us were just like, um, "Hello." Yes, yeah, Sprechen Sie Deutsch was definitely yeah. not on the cards. <laughs> Sprechen Sie English, I think, was the most commonly used words. Yeah, exactly. Um, and one of my favourite stories about that actually is that guy on. Do you remember on the first day when me, you, and Matt were just. It might even have just been me and you. I can't remember if Matt had turned up by then, but we sat on the U-barn, and the train just stopped in the middle of nowhere. It was just me and you, yeah. We were just sitting yeah. on it. And luckily, that guy had heard us speaking English, and he just went, guys, you do realise the train stops here? Oh, yeah, it's like, look it's around and realise that everyone's left, and we're just sitting there <laughs> chatting away. Yeah, is oh. that, that was yeah. we have uh, some funny memories from IWA. But yeah, absolutely, that's, that's always going to be the issue for me. That's why I am, you know, being slow to expand rather than just going, yeah. right, we're attacking everyone um, and helping everyone. It's more of a case of, look, I don't know the language. I, don't, yeah. I can't translate all the menus, let alone putting out articles and news and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then you get the whole issue of moderating if there is a problem. So um, the first country I rolled out with will be English speaking or have a team of people that can help me massively down the translation front but my plan is to hopefully have each team have each country have their own team of admins run it or have a company running it yeah and i suppose for you as well you're looking at finding the right people as it were to run it isn't it oh absolutely going oh yeah these guys can do it they're they're fairly big because yeah they could have a big name but they could be really bad reputation yeah they could be well known but for the wrong reasons as such couldn't they yeah, absolutely, and I'll be honest, I haven't even got that far in the thought of it. My whole idea in here was to make sure that this year Airsoft Nation is able to scale because of the social features, because of the app. The, the initial way that I'd created it was not going to scale nicely. So I haven't really thought about how I'm going to roll out and how I'm going to select who works. What I can say is that anyone who takes on that challenge and works with me to roll it out in that country realistically they don't get access to the whole database they don't get access to the the admin side that i have and i will always maintain that control because i can't afford the risk of data leaking data protection all of that stuff you don't don't want to have the facebook or the twitter yeah absolutely and i mean anything could happen but at the same time i want to make sure that i'm the one in control of that i don't want to be having anyone else to blame because ultimately that's my name on the on the on the cards yeah. if anything goes horribly wrong and if someone has access to that what's to stop them especially if it is a company just taking it and running off with it yeah exactly so for me this is this is definitely progressing to do 
the world in terms of providing a community hub forum, the social network, the, the forums, the map, the retail, uh, the the social media functionality. Yeah, because I was I was thinking about this the other day. We first met back at the airsoft showcase, which seemed to die a death, didn't it? But um, wow, that what, yeah, that was twenty sixteen. 15, 16, I can't remember which one now. Um, when was it Badge Attack was open at Phoenix College? Because it was that year, wasn't it? Because it, that was the site that was meant to host it the second year. And we were like, yeah, we're going, no, we're going. Just, no, because there was one before that. Um, but, yeah, there was the, one the, at the mall. Which Yeah, you had the mall, which was whenever. And then it was the Gloucester, the Strike Force one that we met at. Yeah, which was 2016. Right, okay. <laughs> The years are flying by now. I'm losing track. Yeah, so um, Airsoft Showcase 2016 was at Strike Force. 2015 yeah. was at the Mall, which was the first one, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they'd learnt lessons after all the stairs at the Mall, hadn't they? I said that. I think there was a Showcase in 2013, wasn't there? But yeah, again, it was it was handled differently then, that's for sure. But yeah, 2017 was at Badger Tower, which got cancelled. So yeah. yeah, I can't believe it was 20. 16 that we've met. Yeah, because the way this has progressed in those two years is unreal, because it was literally still an idea with the very early version of the app then, wasn't it? Yeah, so the website had been... At 2016, and by the time we met, the app had been... Uh, the website had been running for a year, but yeah. I was still working on it actively quite a lot of the time. The app had been just rolled out, I want to say, at that point. Uh, in yeah. October, I believe it, October 2016, it just rolled out. But again, there were some massive issues with that. Um, that ended up getting revamped to what it is now. Yep. And now, and now a new vamp of what was released two weeks ago, or a week and a bit ago. Yeah. So, so what effect is this going to have on everyone? Is it going to roll out as just an update, or is yeah, it going to be so, a completely new download? Nope, so anyone who's already got it will have it just as an update. Anyone who's downloaded the previous version will see it. You'll see a logo change. Yep. And the entire app has been rebuilt from scratch. It just made sense to do a, a, a natural upgrade, even though it's an entirely new base. Yeah. Apple were fine with it that way. And the, Google don't care. They, they just approve anything. If your app doesn't work, <laughs> they approve it. Um, as I found Google out approves. In the, well, they, I found that in my first release. It didn't actually work on Android at all. <laughs> but they approved it. Um, Apple oh. were a little bit more cautious on what's going on. Yeah. And um, they ran through and wanted to see what it was like for moderation and stuff like that. And But yeah, so yeah. they were happy with me just pushing it straight through, even though it's a brand new app. It maintains the same functionality, even if it's completely differently built. So they were happy with that. Cool, cool. I'm looking forward to seeing the app coming out. Uh, that's also not the only thing you've been doing in the last few Months is it? Obviously, you've been attending events around the UK. So the other week, you hit up the Extreme Airsoft with myself at the department. Yep, Extreme Airsoft, uh, and then Leicestershire Airsoft. Yeah, Leicester Airsoft is coming up this weekend, I believe. Yep. Um, yeah, it is. It's the first of December, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's the first I'm, year, so that's coming up. I need up. to get a diary next year so I can keep <laughs> track of all these days. I'm losing track of everything now because it's just like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll wait. Um, so yeah, the extreme airsoft. I've got a bone to pick with you actually getting that photo of me. Or oh, dap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't even notice you in the little bit taking photos in the game zone. And basically, I went in. I was I was Will's replacement because he'd had some tech issues that day. And then I was like, 
well, I was chatting to Robin. And I was like, well, if I'm Will's replacement, I need to be doing this, and just did a cheeky little dab. And the next thing I know, it's up on Instagram story on Airsoft Nation. Don't miss a story. I've been caught out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> don't miss a story. Yeah, and it's actually on Cole Me's video. If you've um, or Mini Me Cole, if you, uh, I need to watch that. Is it actually? Oh, yeah, it's I need on to see this. It's featured. So, oh, mate. but no, that, I have done a little bit of traveling. Honestly, I'm probably going to slow that down next year. I just want to get back to playing a bit more. Yeah. And focus, uh, realistically, I can get more done at home typing and getting the website stuff done and make a bigger impact there than attending an event. Especially at the end of the day, I'm not paid. You know, going to an event like that was still yeah. 40 quid in fuel plus all the whole, the whole yeah. day out. You know, that is a skirmish day. I think that's one thing people don't realise as well. Things like this, we're we're not actually making money from it. (laughs) Like, with the patch sales, yeah, I'll get a little bit to maybe upgrade the equipment that I'm using or to order more patches in. Um, You see, I sold mine at a loss. (laughs) You did? By the time I gave mine out, uh, because I had people all around the world asking, I only expected to sell them for the UK, so I was like, look, it's four quid with postage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then it was like people from Brazil, people from Australia, and I was like, "Oh man, this one costs you know double the price of a patch." Uh, yeah. But no, it absolutely. I mean, it all it all adds up. Even if you yeah. consider how much your time is and how much time you spend editing, yeah. and the fact you're paying to host these podcasts every week. Yeah. The, I mean, yeah, that's the other thing as well. You're paying X amount per month for your hosting. Anything you can do just to cover these overheads is how you how you get through at the end of the day, isn't it? How you get by. You've got you've got to cover your overheads, even things like electricity. If you own yeah. your own house, luckily I have parents who pay that. Um, <laughs> well, I had trust a... me. I, I looked I looked at moving out, and yeah, moving to Uxbridge isn't cheap. I haven't, been, I haven't been there since I was sixteen, Uxbridge. Um, not a story for the podcast, that's for sure, but I can share it later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll chat after the show. It's only because I work there that that's sort of the nearest major town to go to. But yeah, it's, you, at the end of the day, it's not, it's not cheap. And obviously no, travelling around and promoting as well. Yeah, you we do this do. just to provide something for the community. Yeah, you, you enjoy the process. It'd be great to make money. It'd be great, great to, you know, for it to sustain itself. Um. But then they, yeah, absolutely do this stuff for the community. I mean, I've been running this now for years. Yeah. And, you know, through that time, I've gone through, I don't know, four or five different developers. I've gone through the live show production stuff. I've gone through different hardware for it. I've gone through hundreds of pounds of software. Hundreds. Well, to be fair, I mean, at this point, it's far too much to account for. It hides on credit cards. (laughs) And, um, at the end of the day, I started just because I could see that as an as a community, we were being fragmented across forums and then across social media, and the fact that I could see social media clamping down on it. Yeah. So, uh, so we had that side, and that was where I was like, right, the marketplace really needs to get covered because, um, or the sales area. While I was a fan of using zero one, I knew that the security aspects on that was beyond getting. A joke at that point and I know they've changed things more recently but there was other things like you couldn't say certain stuff on that forum so that yeah. forum to me became an area where unless you're supporting zero one you can't really use it which is fair enough it's their portal but it's not really there for the community then 
There exactly. are definitely other forums out there, but they all seem to be under decline. Even Arnie's Airsoft has turned more US-based. And obviously we moved back over to Facebook. And then and what we happened? Could, and we could Sales. Start see, yeah, we started seeing that clamp down. So while Facebook just talked about clamping sales down, I launched a social network and there was about the same time that Weapons Crates rolled out of their sales area. Um, and I said at the time, I was like, oh, I'm not sure if I'll do sales because Weapons Crates are. And in the end, I was like, you know what? There are still a lot of people that want the sales on their sub nation, so I brought the, the sales area over there. Yeah. And it kind of evolved from there. Then it was like, oh, well, the sales have been done. And I'll be honest, the sales area is the kind of, it bounces between first and second most used page of the website. Yeah. We have hundreds of sales done every month. That's um, good though. Yes, at least people are using it, and clearly there's not any issues because otherwise you'd hear about it, kind of thing. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, we've had hundreds of sales done. Um, but I only know that because I can see when private messages get sent out. I can see on a message that that private messages are going out. Don't look yeah. into them as such, but I can see it's relating to one of the posts, and then I can see a post getting marked as sold. Um, so it's great. You can kind of look at that and go, "Oh, great!" I correlate that something's happened. And yeah. of course, I don't know that these messages. A lot of people I know that say they do a private message and then they take it to email or to WhatsApp or to phone calls to to actually do the sale. Because at the end of the day, all I'm doing is hooking two people up. I'm not worried about actually doing the sale in there. I'm not charging anyone for it. Um, yeah. But hooking then it two people up coming soon. Airsoft Nation dating service. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, if this doesn't work, I already said that. That would that would be painful nation. We're going for it. That's that's, that's my next <laughs> one. Painful nation. I swear it's the next rising topic. <laughs> um, but then after the sales era came the the obvious one of where do you play? And this all stemmed from the fact that I turned up to a site that had closed six months previously, but it was still on the airsoft map. And I loved the airsoft map. It was, I was around when it first started, and it was an amazing tool. And unfortunately, you know, the 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 guys that run that now aren't active anymore as such. Yeah. Um, I know that Frank at Fire Support tends to host the sofmap.net domain, but if you look at it, I mean, you can see that domain looks like it's from the 90s. Um, yeah. And again, so for me, it was like, well, and I emailed Gareth, who runs um, Airbana or Map, and I said, look, what's your plan with this? Are you going to make it mobile friendly? Are you going to make it active? Are you going to check that things are still, you know, as they are? Because anyone can add a site, but no one's checking if the site's still there. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't get a reply. So I then said, all right, I'll, I guess I'll work on a, a, a map site. And that's gone really well. And again, that's one of the things that people love. And the new website has the even better version where you can leave reviews, where you can see videos, where you can see directions, when you can see the business hours. And what we're working on next will be the yeah. event system. So you can book events through that. Yeah, that'll be really helpful for it. And it's not just um, sites as well, it's retailers that you've yeah. got on the map, isn't it? Yes, so you it, can yeah. see where the nearest retailers to you are. Yeah, and, and the new thing that's not out yet, but it will be out probably by Christmas, will be that retailers can state that they're a stockist for certain companies. So if you're just looking for an ASG product, you can say, oh, look, they are a registered ASG pro- um, stockist. Yeah, uh, or they're a registered ASG technician if they've gone through the technician courses over. Yeah, there. that's a, that's something I was literally just going to ask you about the techs as well because obviously with the ASG stuff you've got the ASG techs so that can do warranty repairs and stuff in the UK. Yep. So you don't have to send your gun back. So yep. So it'd that, be useful knowing that if you've got one. 
Yeah, so at the moment the the map is I won't say it's bare bones, but it's it was an, at a point where I can get sites and retailers to add to it. They create their own profile on there and they can maintain it and update it as often as they like. Now yeah. the next stage is say right now you've got your page, now you've got your description. Let's get a little bit more in it. Let's start getting some information fulfilled. You know what are your dual limits? What facilities yeah. do you have on site? Do you have hot and cold food? You know, are you allowing BFGs or not? Because some of these CQB sites don't, which is fine. But it'd be great for players to be able to search and go, oh, I really, I won't play without my BFG. Yeah. You know, or at least I know not to bring my BFG. Yeah. And uh, you're saying about hot or cold lunches as well. That's the one thing that always sucks when you turn up to a site and there's no food on site. Well, at least if you know, then you, you know what's right. Because typically, if they're not doing hot food and drinks, it's normally cheaper. But, yeah. you know, if you're going for your first game, and at least you know what's there to be provided. Yeah. That's actually something that I really liked about the AAA Airsoft when I played there a few weeks ago. Yep. Um, obviously, you're in the middle of Dover. It's a tiny site. There's only three guys there running it. Um, obviously, low numbers. Um, great day, as, as I said a couple of times on the show. But, um, yeah, you want lunch. They have a nice break between the games. Obviously, you've done the safety brief in the morning, so the guys were like, yeah, you don't need to come back for the safety brief because you've already had it. Yeah. So you go off, you can have your lunch, chill out and come back and then off you go in the afternoon. So you've got that time to go and get a decent meal down your neck as well rather than having like a burger or a sandwich or something just quick and easy. You can actually go and have a decent meal Yeah. in the, the day. Yeah, there are definitely some more sites that are shying away from the burger wagon mentality. Um, yeah. Personally, I mean, I go there to play airsoft, and the burger is the added bonus. I, I'll never say yeah. no to it. But I it's get, a treat. yeah, exactly. But I get the fact that some places, especially as airsofters, are typically starting to get more older demographically. Yeah. Without a burger, isn't probably the most nutritious meal on there. Especially, I mean, this time of year we're getting to winter. The amount of um, sites that are offering warm soups. And broths and stuff like that. It's amazing. Um, oh, and of I can't course, beat a good bit of soup. Yeah, exactly. So it's good to see. But th- that's the whole idea is to, to basically say, look, the map needs to have more features. And this new map enables me to start adding filters so that people can search by, you know, certain specifics or at least know what's on site. And again, yeah. again this is just evolved from the old map and been worked on and changed and tweaked. And yeah. it will constantly be evolving. Yeah, and there's always going to be things that you're thinking, oh, we could add that in, we can add that in. And you're always going to have these things that can develop it as it goes as well. It's always going to be a work in progress like everything. Yeah, it has been for the last three years and continues to be. Um, Yeah. But the whole thing for me is making it easy for sites or retailers to use, easy for the players to find what they want, and then easy to... And and that's kind of been where the last four months have been, is like easy for me to start scaling it and helping it make it a bigger and better priority. And I do know a lot of players love it. I, uh, there's no doubt about it. And now the fact that they can leave their reviews and the reviews show up on Google, which is awesome. But Google can see Airsoft Nation as a place to review sites is fantastic. That's good, yeah. That's awesome to see that that can just go through to Google kind yeah. of thing. And it will help me things. You know, AAA, brand new site in the southeast in Dover. Yeah. You know, how they get their exposure to players is things like Facebook. But yeah. You know, just looking on the map, if you're in that area and you go, oh, look, there's a site within 10 miles of me. Oh, yeah. there it is. Triple A, let's head down. 
You know, um, I mean, it's, even there, like, there's someone I know at work who wanted to try it. So I just said to her, you've got a site in Dover. She was like, oh, yeah, I saw them building that. Yeah. She lives literally over the road from it. Oh, nice. Yeah, Boomer's doing a good job there. And again, it's yeah. it, all this stuff takes time to build, for sure. Exactly, um, yeah. We don't it's, have a lot of CQB here in the southeast, so it's fantastic to see. Yeah, that's... In fact, that's something that was mentioned last week by Taxi Quinn. She she was saying about there's not much in the way of CQB down there. Obviously, you've got the Fort Red One, which yep. runs games every month or so. But that really is about it. Yeah, absolutely. We're with the Garden of Eden down here in the southeast. So, yeah. um, or the Garden of England, isn't it? Or, um, yeah. So we don't have yet. Yeah, we don't have a lot of CQB. It's why we do have a lot of players that end up going over to the mall or Red One, the school. And going a little bit further, or maybe north of the river, to get that little bit of uh, of an itch covered. Yeah, exactly. You've got to, you've got to think about. At the same time, we are spoiled well. for choice with the amount of sites we have. Yeah. Yeah, we've got somewhere. Well, I think we've got what ten sites in Kent. Really? Um, I, I know Red One. Obviously, there's um, Apocalypse, which yeah, <laughs> which we we can't go to. Um, yeah. Uh, Invicta, yeah, I'm just trying to think so of all these sites actually. Invicta, Apocalypse, Call Under Fire, Imperium, Quags. Yeah. Um, obviously, Dark Water's just shut now, but we had Dark Water up yeah. to a few months ago. We've now got AAA. Yeah. Um, you got 1066. You've got the Airborne. I thought 1066 had just gone though. So I haven't been game. there, so that's yeah. That again, but what I'm saying, we, we're spoiled of it, and, and I know yeah, exactly. I yeah, know yeah, two other people stands, that are yeah. looking to do sites in Kent, Which um, is good. and half of me says this is awesome. The other half of me says, please don't put in all your money on this because we're already quite saturated, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I wouldn't want to see a friend to be burnt on there. Oh, Bush Valley just returning. So again, so you can see that's quite a lot of sites. I mean, from yeah. for me, within an hour, I can get to a good number of sites. Yeah. Let it know we're not even talking about dog tag. That's still only an hour and a bit away. Yeah. So, so yeah. Obviously, you were talking about while well, we're talking about sites. You mentioned about the event booking system that you're looking into. Yeah. So you actually probably know more than anyone else does know on this front in terms of the audience here. But what I'm trying to do with all of this technology is to put forward technology as a, a way of making the community, you know better suited or yeah. better provided I should say as well as making a, an easier way for SF retailers and sites to get in front of the players yeah. and this includes the event booking system so now that players will be able to buy a ticket for SF Nation turn up to an event with this ticket um, and essentially check in without a queue and without having to have your, your wallet on you and it signs your terms and conditions now this will be up, up to sites to choose to use yeah. or not but it comes at no cost to them. Yeah. So they're not getting charged commission to use this event system. They can just put an event on the website, charge a ticket, sell a ticket, and you as a player will turn up with your phone or turn up with the printed receipt. Kind of taking that airport experience. If you've ever taken a, been in the airport in the last, I don't know, three to five years, yeah. where you print your e-ticket and you sign in and it's done. And that's the same type of mentality because last thing you want to do is turn up to a site where there's 300 of you and or 200 of you or even 50 of you and be queuing for 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And um, like you, you mentioned it, it's actually something that I've only seen the one site do. I've still got a screenshot of it, actually. I'll send you it now. 
It was um, Skirmish to Stand, which I played yesterday uh, on the day of the release of this episode. Uh, so if you're listening a couple of weeks later, whenever, <laughs> in November. Um, I'll send you this now on Facebook, because this is the first time I've seen a site use Eventbrite for tickets okay, yep. for your deposits. Yep, and this is exactly... Um, so the event system that I'm using on here can actually combine with Eventbrite, but Eventbrite charge a fee, so I wanted to make yeah. it fee-free for them. Uh, the yeah. only fee that the the site would get charged with me is just PayPal fees because that's or Stripe fees, but that's what they should be charged anyway. Yeah, exactly. I always say, um, and there are people that say I don't want to pre-book, then this doesn't affect you at all. You just don't book a ticket. But if sites do have a kind of minimum number, or they want to know how many people to provide catering for, or they've got, they, you know, they've got a, a hot number of how many people they can have for fire safety or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's yeah, another so thing like that some people get upset. Yeah. yeah. So this I've is seen, it. I've seen yeah. people get upset when they've been turned away on really busy days, but it's like at the end of the day, you got to think this place has a limited capacity. It always will have had a limited capacity because it's a building. Yeah. And they always have limited capacities. I mean, Christ, you don't want trying to evacuate two hundred people in a place that should only have fifty people in it. Yeah, but you've got the other thing as a site as a site owner, you you provide food for fifty people, but twenty people don't turn up. Then you've yeah. got a waste of food, and that's again an expense to it. But the other thing for me is, I don't want to queue as a player. I've got my two bags on me, let alone a rucksack. You know, depends on yeah. how long I'm playing for, or what I fancy taking with me. I don't want to yeah. queue with all my kit, and then I don't. You don't have to worry about the money side. You don't have to worry about the waivers because it's already on the app, so it's yeah. proved that you've already signed in. It just helps. Make the experience better for everybody. Let alone with the whole data protection act changes with the GDPR, sites yeah. aren't responsible for having paper on site. And yeah. given the fact that Facebook are potentially going to be fined, was it one point six three billion for breaking this GDPR? Um, it's still something that is a potentially a threat if something goes horribly wrong. I don't think exactly. Airsoft has got any issues like that. But at the end of the day, there, there is still law out there of data protection if someone was to lose data and the customer was to get annoyed about it yeah exactly exactly um, and um, what else have you been doing covered the app oh yeah and then there's finally the uh, live shows that you've been doing yes yeah live show podcast it's been great yeah. fun love it Wh- whatever you wish to call it I still refer to it as the live show because that's what it always was for me back yeah, in the was, first season and it still is live yeah unlike this yeah. where we are recording and you can edit all the bad bits out for me unfortunately I go with we're going live don't screw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes, it's going fantastic. I'm loving it. There's still some tweaking to the format to be done. And I think the last few shows have been getting a bit too long. So I'm going to rein them in again. And this show is it's going to be constantly evolving. Yeah. We've got sponsors coming on board. We've got giveaways coming on board. To, or giveaways going out um, over the next few weeks. More importantly, I'm looking to do some more shows. So there has been another group of people that have said can we do a show together or collaborate or can they come on the Airsoft Nation podcast and so we're working our way through that I'm hoping to do something with you and with Carlo in terms of a talk show so maybe like a yeah. a fortnightly show or a monthly show and yeah because I, I, I'm the one that's stuck being well, the awkward bastard because yeah. I'm working shifts I'm working a week early week late and that's going to really screw you up as well because it changes every two months <laughs> I go on to opposing shifts, so I'm doing two months on one, two months on the other. Yeah, as fine. we call it, the A and the B shift. Yeah, well, the whole thing for me is I want to do more of these shows. You yeah. know, I do, 
one 30 to 40 minute show with a guest and yeah. that guest talks about whatever they fancy talking about and we kind of go that way whereas we don't talk about the news we don't really get too opinion I, I don't get too opinionated because it's just me and the guest they are a special guest i'm not going to come down and rain um controversy on them yeah so this, this is the thing you don't want to rain hellfire onto your guests because they're going to go well that was a waste of my time yeah i'm not coming back again for that whereas what i want to be able to do is sit there with a few friends on a friday yeah. or whatever with a few beers and talk airsoft and talk about what we're playing and actually get more personal and have some people from the audience join us live you know come yeah, into the exactly. show come into the show and just chat with us hang with us talk about a topic yeah. um but the whole thing for me is doing more of these live shows. We're starting to see more of them. We're starting to see a lot of people get enjoyment out of them. And yeah. so these stuff all have tweaks like you have. You know, you've been doing the show nearly a year or just... A... Well, I was actually thinking about it the other day. You know, when you think back to when the planning of this first started, it was it was 2017 when yeah. we started planning it and getting everything in place. It just with the schedules and everything and what I wanted to come out, I actually waited until after shot for the release of the Which first is, episodes. Yeah, so we're, what, we're nearly coming up to a year then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, before it's, that, it's you had been be... on the Flopperator show, which got you in the idea of doing stuff like that? Yeah, the Flopperator podcast was obviously where I got the idea of wanting to do one of these myself, and then it's developed from there, and now you're doing it and... Sort of everyone seems to be jumping on the bandwagon now, which yeah. is good because at the end of the day, everyone can provide a slightly different take on something. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and we've all got differences of opinions and show formats. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that is we all can be guests on each other's shows, so it's a it's a yeah, full exactly. bit, full blown circle yeah. jerk, really. Exactly. <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah, while, while we're talking about these shows and collaboration and stuff, I think this might be the perfect time ooh. to make our. Should we, should we do it? Should we do our special announcement? We're going to have to do it, aren't we? It's going to come out soon, and I'm really excited for it. It's going to be right. epic. So what, what, we're do- <laughs> what we're doing, uh, you're going to have... I was mentioned a few weeks ago on my solo show where I was just updating you that there was something very exciting coming up on the 17th of December, which myself, Graham, and Carlo from the Flopperator podcast have been working constantly for the last few weeks in the background to sort out well and it kind of started out. six weeks ago didn't it really six yeah. weeks ago oh, four weeks ago we said oh how yeah. about we do something special well yeah you, you 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 said I've got this idea of what I want to do and I just went fuck you Graham I was thinking that already <laughs> and then it descended from there and what we're going to do you've got the popular airsoft awards right which you see every year and people can vote on now we're nominations do... are open now yeah nominations are open uh, we're going to do our own little spin on that and we're going to do a satirical, the unpopular airsoft awards, <laughs> which was a we, we, basically it's going to be a complete giggle. It's all intended as satire. Uh, we've got some awesome stuff planned for it. Uh, we're going to be releasing some teasers over the coming weeks to let you guys know what's going on. Yeah, uh, it's the airsoft Razzies awards, really, isn't it? It's yeah, it's the airsoft lemons. The we, 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 we've we've dubbed them the lemons. Like, yes, all the awards have their own little special nickname that everyone has. We're nicknaming ours the lemons. That's um, it. Yeah, and it's going to be great. It's great, and all three of us are recording together, and we're all releasing together. Yep, um, and it's not going to be just. We're going to do the podcast like normal on here um, with the iTunes content and wherever else you may listen to it. 
but there's also going to be videos going up as well so you can listen to the show and then if you want you can see what was going on as well in the video yeah and we're all be probably jumping on instagram with photos throughout there so you can always jump on the chess after instagram channel to see some of the kind of exclusive photos we've done throughout the time or just the fun bits uh, yeah. and we're hoping to have the award winners jump involved and get involved with video submissions yeah and because the way we're intending it is a complete and utter joke as well like it's just a literally it is just a joke an in-joke for airsoft community just to have a little bit of a laugh at the end of the year unwind and chill out and um, yeah, all sorts of stuff. There's, there's some great categories. We're hoping. To, well, we've got a few special guests coming on. Um, I won't announce them yet because we'll leave <laughs> some of them as a surprise. It's, it's really tough to not release everything, isn't it? Because yeah. it's, it's it's so exciting. We've been literally talking about it for weeks on end, and and, and every time we talk about it, we end up bursting out laughing with little ideas and little skits and comedy yeah. sketches. And can we do this? Can we execute it so it'll come across well? Yeah. And have we got the time to do some of this stuff? It, Every time yeah. I think about it, I laugh at some of the ideas we've gone through. Yeah. I hope we can do this more often, if not just for this awards, you know, if not just for a yearly thing, but maybe once every six months, once every quarter, we could do something like this again because this kind of collaboration yeah. is what makes it fun for sure. You can always think of stupid little things to do at the end of the day, can't you? I mean, look, look, look at some of the stuff you get up to in Airsoft games. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. And from next year I'll be doing more YouTube videos so a lot of these ideas here I'm thinking how much fun they would be putting into YouTube videos uh, so yeah. 100%. it's actually something that I'm considering doing as well alongside the podcast because I want to start doing reviews of kit yep. but it's very difficult to portray that with just record voice recordings because if you, go, if you do a recording while you're testing the product it's going to be oh let, let's see what this thing's doing on the chrono or whatever and then all you're going to hear is the gun firing for a few seconds and then it'll be like oh yeah that's doing that whereas if you're doing a video you can actually see what's going on you can see how the product's performing if it decides to disintegrate then you can see that live on the, sh- on, the or on the episode kind of thing well, and the other thing I'm just well picturing you just going like that that grenade went off <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep success I mean, yeah. we'll just hear the noise of Velcro over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, these pouches are really well, well built. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, when you open Velcro, you have to go, ah, so you don't... So um, you don't hear it, yeah. Yeah, so you don't hear it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, that's some, certainly something I want to look at as well. Obviously, you've been doing a few little reviews, like you mentioned, the Stratame. Yeah, so we've got the Stratame um, to review, which was awesome. I've just bought the ASG Storm, which is... Obviously, this, some of this stuff isn't new. You know, the Storm's yeah. been out a while. Um, the same way that some of the stuff I've previously reviewed and stuff that I'm planning to review, there's a lot of Viper stuff I'm going to be buying to review because Viper, to me, is a it's the perfect price range for me if you're getting into Airsoft or if you've been around Airsoft a while. Some of the stuff in there is really good and really yeah. good value for money. So I'm going to start reviewing this stuff more often. Yeah. Um, but like I say, yeah, the Stratame is top of the pile. Um, it may even be out by now. Um, yeah, we've thrown it, or I've thrown it, more than about thirty times at this point now. And I took it to a retailer the other day, and we were setting it off in the shop just to see how much dispersion there was, because they just were intrigued in it. And it's it's a really exciting bit of kit if you are into 
BB throwing grenades, then I could say right now it's probably going to be, if you're willing to pay for it, the best one available on the market right now. Yeah, this, this is the thing as well. It's like you can give a review on that because you really like the BB throwing grenades, whereas myself personally, I just want to cause explosions. Yeah, Pyro's and fun. A hundred percent. And this was one of the things that we were talking. I was talking to the retailer about the other day, and they were like, "Oh, they're just a bit boring, though, aren't they?" Because then you get the whole situation: do they call the hit? Do they not call the hit? Does it? Because mm. it doesn't go bang. So if they didn't hear it with ear protection, for me, I. I like these type of grenades because I'm not not fond of taking blanks with me, and I'm sure that'll change over time now. But yeah. previously, I used to like playing airsoft without any grenades. It's only been the last eighteen months I've started buying these now. Yeah. Um, but also, if you're under eighteen and you can't use a pyrotechnic, you can't buy a blank. This solves exactly. that. If you're playing so, yeah. CQB sites where they have noise levels, you can't throw blanks. This solves that. Yeah. Um, and there's even some sites where they ban grenades. Yeah. Yeah, well, AAA, for example, that you weren't allowed to use grenades there. Literally, you're in a car park in the middle of Dover. You can't start letting bangs off, can you? Exactly. So these type of... Oh, were they allowing BB throwing grenades? They uh, they it's, didn't actually mention... Cause yeah, no one how many one. people have them? That's the other thing. There yeah, aren't a lot of people That's the other thing, yeah. It's, it's another thing. I'm sure they will, because there's no noise level involved. No, absolutely not, no. So like, if you're going up to a room, you can throw a BB grenade in. People yeah. are going to hear it clang on the floor at the end of the day. That's it. Like with the burst, like with the cyclone, like with the tornado, same thing with the shatame. Yeah. None of these things, or the avatar, none of these things make any yeah. noise. They're like as in beyond gas expulsion and BB throwing everywhere. Some of them yeah. work better than others. Some of them are more durable than others. Uh, and they've all got different price ranges. But that's that's why I have this thing at the moment for BB throwing grenades. Uh, at this point, there's only one or two more I need to buy until I've got everything that's available. Yeah. Um, and then I will move on to um, blank fires probably. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a progression for you at the end of the day. It's finding what you want to use, isn't it? Yeah, and it's an, an, an intrigue in play styles, in price. And not that if you're into your more immersion, then maybe yeah. these BB3 grenades aren't for you. They don't particularly look like grenades in a lot of them. Yeah. Um, they're plastic, they're pretty light. Um, but it also is, it comes down to budget. A lot of these grenades are half the price of a TMR. TM, TRMR. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is also a price thing, uh, and I definitely am more on the mid lower end of the of the budget for the stuff I go yeah. with. Yeah, and you get some people that literally just go mad with tag launches and everything else, and which is awesome. Which I, is, oh, yeah, well, yeah, which yeah. people. You pay for what you want at the end of the day. You're paying for your experience, aren't yeah. you? And what you want out of Airsoft. It's certainly what I do anyway. Yeah, I mean, That's I, why look... I bought the BFGs. I, I figured out the cost effectiveness of running a BFG at a CQB site compared to running a box of Mark Fives. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I have, I always have disposable power on me, but I don't yeah. buy them in bulk like that. You know, it's for me, for me, Milsims or you know real extreme circumstances when I use them and that's when I did start getting into these reusable grenades Yeah. but again I mean I look at for example the Heresy group you know Tim and Richie great guys and real nice to get yeah. on with them you know the fact that every tag round's what four to six quid a shot yeah. night vision four grand plus or three grand plus thermal yeah. vision two grand plus um, it's awesome you know and then you look at other players with cry gear or whatever it's amazing stuff but it, for yeah. me, it's this is still a hobby. It's still fun. I'm not going to war, and I'm not pretending to go to war. And I'm not saying these guys are, but I'm probably not yeah. also 
throwing myself around as much as they are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, what, what's coming up in the next year for you then? Well, my day job is in six months' time. Or... Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, so over the next couple of months, what you're going to see from me is I am now, now that the app's out, I will be working on it and the new website's out. I'll be working on that. I'll be expanding to another country or two. But primarily, you're going to see me putting news out every single day. So my yeah. plan, I'm, I've currently got scheduled about three hours a day writing news, articles, guides, recommendations, tutorials, videos, We'll see more of a live show, more of a talk shows, and just trying to build that community up. Yeah. So promoting more of the groups so that you can create your own groups on there, making sure the app's running better and better, its event system's yeah. got to come out. It's going to be crazy, and I'm trying to make sure even if I have to go back to the day job, I go back there knowing that everything is in such good position yeah. that it will continue, and it just means I have less time to keep working on things, and I'll have to slow down personally on that front. But in yeah. terms of actually the the Airsoft Nation as the, the website and app is running yeah. smoothly. And let's not forget you'll be going to IWA in March. Oh, of course. IWA in March. I'm also going to see ASG, um, hopefully before IWA. So that's over in Denmark. I'm going to go over to them to Ooh. see the Evo being made, hopefully, and Get. have a catch up. Get. <laughs> and I'm even looking at, and we haven't discussed this. I don't know if you discussed it before. The GF point from Gun Oh point. yes, that looked amazing. Yeah, when we saw the videos for that. So that's now that's for the first time. Yeah, first time on in six years or seven years. It's the first time they've opened it up to non-Polish attendees. Yeah. So I am looking at whether I should attend. Um, yeah, oh, that that looked insane, and that's another episode in itself. Doing that. Yeah, and have that. a challenge. So it's not particularly pricey. Obviously, you've got to get there. It's not a particularly pricey event. It's a, it's definitely a challenging event. Yeah, it's twenty-five kilometers. Yeah. Um, on your own or in groups, doing a whole load of activities. It's a full orienteering event. So yeah. maybe if if everything aligns, maybe going over to join the GF points or at least cover it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And obviously, we'll get you back on the show once we've been to IWA, so we can talk about all the nice new stuff there. Yes, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and you'll be coming hopefully with me to there'll IWA, be a lot more new things out next year as well that we can talk about because that was one thing I found this year. We were talking about actually hands on with the products that we'd seen advertised at shot or that were just slightly updated, weren't it? Rather than yeah a lot of new stuff so yeah hopefully we'll get you back on for that no awesome thank you so much for having me on um and thank you everyone for listening i hope you enjoy it i hope if you're using airsoft nation you're enjoying it if not reach out let me know give me some feedback um yeah feedback's the only thing that's going to improve this app yeah absolutely yeah feedback and money so if you can provide either of those it will definitely improve the process (laughs) (laughs) but really you sound like carlo now send me free stuff give me monies (laughs) Well, if you've got a multi-millionaire in the pocket, you might as well try for it. Yeah. So he may Kev. be one of these listeners, Andy. Um, I might even share a couple of quid with you if, it, if it's right. Um, but yeah, absolutely. And previously, I've sent you you guys to Facebook or to Instagram to mention me. This time, if you are interested or if you've got feedback or you have any questions, email me. Um, so that's just graham at airsoftnation.co.uk. And you've just saved me a couple of seconds on the show as well by going straight into that without prompting. You can Ah. tell you've done this before. Look at that. (laughs) 
Well, Graham, thank you very much for your time. As you heard earlier in the show, guys, you know how to get in touch with me by now. If not, go back to the start of the episode and I'll tell you exactly how you can. Uh, thank you very much once again, Graham, for coming on. It's been really interesting talking to you and I'm really excited to see what the next few months hold for Airsoft Nation. So, yep, guys, thanks very much for your time. Take care, take your hits, look after each other, don't be a dick, and I'll see you guys next time on the Chairsofter Show. Bye for now.